Okay, welcome everyone back to our uh, Letters from Father Christmas uh, read-along, discussion-along, listen-along, whatever you want to do, just do it along with us. Thanks for listening to the last two episodes. If you already have, if you haven't, go back and listen to them so you know what's going on because there's a lot going on with Father Christmas. Yeah. Especially that last letter was a big one, but you know we got a fire going on the TV, which you can hear. We do have a candle, which is an actual fire, but that's not as big as it, but we're not complaining. Got the Christmas tree up. We're both sitting yep. down. Um, the leg- the legality of this uh, <laughs> episode is up in the air. Um, but that's just all part of Christmas. Yeah. Um, um, we okay. got some hot cocoa, which is almost out. I'm already done with mine. Uh, so just Jay's. Yeah. Just and Jay's we got cocoa. A wild dog roaming the room. Yeah, she's been trying to kiss us and attack us. All right. Uh, yeah, so <coughs> we start off in 1933. So... Um, yeah, so this is 13 years after Tolkien first started writing letters from Father Christmas to yes. his to his uh, kids. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Here we go. Near North Pole, December second, 1933. Dear people, very cold here at last. Business has really begun, and we are working hard. I have had a good many letters from you. Thank you. I have made notes of what you meant so once. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You're good, you're good. Uh, I have made notes of what you want so far, but I expect I shall hear more from you yet. I am rather short of messengers. The goblins have, but I haven't time to tell you about our excitements now. I hope I shall find t- time to send a letter later. Give John my love when you see him. I send love to all of you and a kiss for Priscilla. Tell her my mm. beard is quite nice and soft as I have never shaved. Three weeks to Christmas Eve. Yours, Father Nicholas Christmas. Cheer up, chaps. Also, chaplet, if that's the feminine. The fun's beginning. Yours, polar bear. Chaps and chaplet for Priscilla. Is that the feminine? Probably. Chapette. I don't know. Let's look it up. Okay. Uh, feminine. Chaps, feminine. Chap, feminine. Chapass. Chap ass. Chap ass. Crazy. So he wasn't right. But also, um Also he's not good at English. Tolkien started writing The Hobbit in nineteen thirty. So he while he's doing this, he writes Hobbits, which is interesting because he introduced goblins into this and goblins yeah. are in the Hobbit, so Yeah. Well it's crazy. Yeah. We got another long one. Not as long as that last yeah. one. But Grant has some lines Yeah, in here we one. go, here we go. Cliff House near the North Pole, December 21st, 1933. My dears, another Christmas, and I almost thought at one time in November there would not be one this year. What? Why? Why? There would be the 25th of December, of course, but nothing from your old great-great-grandfather as the North Pole. At the North Pole. Goblins, the worst attack we've had for centuries. They have been fearfully wild and angry ever since we took their stolen toys from them last year and dosed them with green smoke. Doused. Sorry, not dosed. <laughs> doused them with green smoke. Doused. You remember the red gnomes promise to clear them all out, but there was there was not one to be found in any hole or cave by New Year's Day, but I said they would crop up again in a century or so. They have not waited long. We uh, They must have gathered their nasty friends from the mountains all over the world and been busy all summer while we were at our sleepiest. This is the time or this time we had very little warning. 
Soon after All Saints Day, Polar Bears... Polar Bear got very restless. He now says he smelled nasty smells, but as usual, he did not say anything. He says he did not want to trouble me. He's really, he's a really nice old thing, and this time he has absolutely saved Christmas. He took to sleeping in the kitchen with his nose towards the cellar door, opening to the main stairway down into my big stores. One night, just about Christopher's birthday, I woke up suddenly. There was a squeaking and spluttering in the room and a nasty smell. In my own best green and purple room that I had done up most beautifully. I caught sight of a wicked little face in the window. I was really upset, for my window was high up above the cliff. That meant that they were bat-riding goblins about, which we haven't seen since the Goblin War in 1453 that I told you about. Bat-riding goblins. That's pretty sick. <laughs> it was not only quite awake, I was not only quite awake, when a terrified din began, or terrific din began far downstairs in the store cellars. It would take too long to describe, so I've tried to draw pictures of what I saw when I got down. After treading into the goblin, after treading on the goblin into the mat, he just stopped the goblin out. Yeah, only there was more like one thousand goblins than fifteen. But you could hardly expect me to draw one thousand. The polar bear was squeezing, squashing, and trampling, and boxing, and ki- kicking goblins sky high and roaring like a zoo. And the goblins were yelling like engine whistles. It was he was splendid. Say no more. I enjoyed it immensely. Well, <laughs> he I mean, does like murdering. Enjoyed killing people, yeah. yeah. Well, Crazy. it is a long story. The trouble lasted for over a fortnight, and it began to look as if I had never been able to get my sleigh out this year. The goblins had set part of their stores on fire and captured several gnomes who sleep down in there on guard before Polar Bear and some other gnomes came in and killed 100 before I arrived. Jeez. Oh, so he just goes out and says he killed them. Yeah. Even when we had put out the fire and cleared the cellars of the house, I can't think that they were down what they were doing in my room unless they were trying to set fire to my bed then the trouble went on the ground was black with goblins under the moon when we looked out and they had broken up my stables and gone off with the reindeer i had to blow my golden trumpet which i have not done for many years to summon all my friends there were several battles every night they used to attack and set fires in stores in the stores before we get the upper hand i'm quite afraid a lot of my dear elves got hurt so he does have elves yes I don't know if there's the snow elves, but they're elves. Fortunately, we had not lost much except my best string, gold and silver, in packing papers and holly boxes. I'm very short of these, and I have been very short of messengers. A lot of people are still away. I hope they will come back safe, chasing the goblins out of my land, those that are left alive. They have rescued all my reindeer. We are quite happy and settled up, or settled again now, and feel much safer. It really will be centuries before we get another goblin trouble. Thanks to Polar Bear and the gnomes, there can't be many, very many after all. And Father Christmas, I wish I could draw or had time to draw. You had no idea what the old man can do. Lightning and fireworks and thunder of guns. Polar Bear certainly has been busy helping, and double help, but he has mixed up some of the girls' things with the boys in his hurry, and we have got... And we have got all sorted out. But if you hear anyone getting a, of anyone getting a doll when they wanted an engine, you'll know why. Actually, Polar Bear tells me when I'm tells me I'm wrong. We did a lot, lose a lot of railway stuff. The goblins always go for that. And what we got back was damaged and will have to be repainted. It will be a busy summer next year. Now, Merry Christmas to you all, and I hope you will all have a very happy time and will find out that I have taken notice of your letters and sent what you wanted. I don't think my pictures are very good this year, though it took quite a time over them, at least two minutes. Polar Bear says, I don't see that a lot of stars and pictures of goblins in your bedroom are so frightfully merry. Still, I hope you won't mind. It is rather good 
of polar bear kicking. Really, anyway, I send lots of love. Yours ever and annually, Father Nicholas Christmas. Yeah, the the <laughs> the picture right there does show the polar bear stomping and kicking goblins. Yeah, like straight up just killing them, and then also the little red gnomes, mm-hmm. which look a lot like Christmas elves. Yeah, and Father Christmas does have a purple and green room. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Not what I would expect. Interesting. Yes. Okay, Grant, why don't you take the next one? Yeah, so now we go to 1934. Oh, okay. So here we go. Two messenger, deliver at once and don't stop on the way. At once, urgent express. My dear Christopher, thank you. I am awake and I have been for a very long while. But my post office does not really open un- ever until Michaelmas. I have never heard of Michaelmas. Is that? I don't I know. I don't know. I shall not be sending my messengers out regularly this year until about October 15th. There's a good deal to do up here. Your telegram, that is why I've sent an express reply and letter, and Priscilla's were found quite by accident, not by a messenger, but by Bellman. I don't know how he got that name because he never rings any. He is my chimney inspector and always begins work as soon as the first fires are lit. So now we've got a new character, Bellman. Another one. Very much love to you and Priscilla. The polar bear, if you remember him, is still fast asleep and quite thin after so much fasting. He will soon cure that. I shall tickle his <laughs> ribs and wake him up soon, and then he will eat several months' breakfast all in one. More love, your loving Father Christmas. So now it looks like he's just writing to Priscilla and Christopher. Yeah. It uh, seems like Michael. Because when was Michael born? 1930? Or 1920, right? Uh, 17. Or, no, yeah, no, 1920. John yeah. was 17. So, yeah, so uh, that means Michael would be 14 this year. Um, so yes. so he's getting ready to... Yeah, he's stop. almost at the max average age that kids stop getting stockings by their bed in the UK. He's almost there. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Cliff House, North Pole, Christmas Eve, 1934. My dear Christopher, thank you very much for your many letters. I've not had many time this year, or had time this year to write you so long a letter as 1932 and 1933, but nothing at all exciting has happened. I hope I have pleased you with these things. I am bringing you that they are near enough to your lists. Very little news. After the frightful business last year, there has not even been a smell of goblin for 200 miles around. Nice. But as I said it would, it took us far into the summer to repair all the damage, and we lost lots of sleep and rest. When November came around, we did not feel like getting to work, and we were rather slow, and so had been rushed at the end. And it has been unusually warm for the North Pole, and the polar, polar bear still keeps on yawning. Paxu and Valatuka have been here lo- very, have been here a long while. They have grown a good deal, but still get up to frightful mischief in between times of trying to help. This year they stole my paints and painted scrawls of white walls of the cellar and ate all the mincemeat out of the pies made ready for Christmas and only yesterday went and unpacked half the parcels to find the railway things to play with. Yeah, just like their uncle. Yeah. They don't get on well with the cave cubs somehow. Several of these have arrived today and are staying here a few nights (coughs) with with Old Cave Brown Cave. Old Cave Brown Cave. That's a new one. Huh. Cave Brown Cave. Who is their uncle, granduncle, grandfather, great-granduncle, etc. Paxu is always kicking them because they squeak and grunt so funnily. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> polar bear has to box with him often. And from box, and a box from the polar bear is no joke. 
as there are no goblins about, and as there is no wind, and so far much less snow than usual, we are going to have a great boxing party ourselves. Out of doors, I shall ask a hundred elves and red gnomes, lots of polar bear, oh, lots of polar cubs, cave cubs, and snow babies, and of course, Patsuku and Valtuka, and polar bear, and cave bear, and all his nephews, etc., will be there. We have brought a tree all the way from Norway and planted it in a pool of ice. My picture gives you no idea of its size or its loveliness of its magic lights of the different colors. We tried them yesterday evening to see if they were all right. If you see a bright glow in the north, you will know what it is. Behind the tree are snow plants and piled masses of snow made into ornamental shapes. They are like purple and black because of the darkness and shadow. There's also very special edging in the ice pool, and it is made of real colored picking, icing. What? <laughs> I saw the P in Paxu. Oh, yeah. It is made of real colored icing. Paxu and Veltuka are already nibbling at it, and though they should not till the party. Polar Bear started to draw this to help me as I was busy, but he dropped such blots of enormous ones. Blots. Enormous ones. I had to come out to rescue. Not a very good... E not very good this year. Never mind. Perhaps better next year. I hope you'll like your presents and be very happy. Your loving father, Christmas. <laughs> your loving, loving father. Father Christmas. P.S. I can't remember exactly what year I was born. I doubt if anyone knows. I'm always changing my mind about it. Anyway, it was 1934. It was 1,934 years ago, or jolly near that. Bless you. FCPBS. Give my love to Mick and John. Michael and John, yeah. Mick, Mick Jagger. FCPPS. Oh, Father got, Christmas post post. You, you got a um, uh, polar bear line. Polar bear. Love, busy, thanks. <laughs> Classic. No, no time for words. Love, busy, thanks. Love, busy, thanks. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. These ones are these are getting longer, dude. Ooh, okay, yeah. So we got December 24, 1935. So now we have two more years until The Hobbit is finished. He is currently working on it. Yes. Um, and also four more years until World War II starts. What? Woo what? Uh, <laughs> so you can only imagine what they're going through. Yeah. Um, all right. North Pole. My dear children, here we are again. Christmas seems to come around pretty soon again. Always much the same and always different. No ink this year and no water. So no painted pictures. Also very cold hands. Very wobbly writing. Last year it was very warm, but this year it is frightfully cold. Snow, 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 and ice. We have been simply buried. Messengers have got lost and found themselves in Nova Scotia, if you know where that is, instead of Scotland. And PB, polar bear, if you know who that is, could not get home. <laughs> this is I like how he keeps saying you, if you know who that is, even though he's been in like almost every single one. Uh, this is a picture of my house about a week ago before we got the reindeer sheds dug out. We had to make a tunnel to the front door. There are only three windows upstairs shining through holes, and there is steam where the snow is melting off the dome and roof. This is a view of my bedroom window. Of course, snow coming down is not blue, but blue is cold. You can understand why your letters were slow in going. I hope I got them all. And anyway, that the right things arrive for you. Poor old PB, if you know who I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who? Yes, who we does know. he mean? I uh, had to go away soon after the snow began last month. There was some trouble in his family, and Paksun Valkatuka were ill. He is very good at doctoring anybody but himself. <laughs> but it is dreadfully long way over the ice and snow, to North Greenland, I believe. And when he got there, he could not get back. So I've been rather held up. Especially as the reindeer stables and the outdoor store sheds are snowed over. I've had to have a lot of red elves to help me. Oh, not red gnomes, red elves. Okay. Oh, wow. 
They are very nice and great fun, but although they are very quick, they don't get on fast. Huh, interesting. For they turn everything into a game. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Even digging snow. And they will play with the toys they're supposed to be packing. PB, if you remember him. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Did not get back until Friday, December 13th. Oh. So that proved a lucky day for me after all. Here, here. Even he had to wear a sheepskin coat and red gloves for his paws. And he had to get a hood on and red gloves. He looks. He thinks he looks rather like Rye St. Anthony. But of course he does not very much. Anyway, he carries things in his hood. He brought home his sponge and soap in it. <laughs> he says that he, we have not seen the last of the goblins, in spite of the battles in 1933. They won't dare to come into my land yet, but for some reason they are breeding again and multiplying over the world. Quite a nasty outbreak, but there are not so many in England, he says. I expect I shall have trouble with them soon. I have given my elves some new magic sparkler spears that will scare them out of their wits. It is now December 24th, and they have not appeared this year, and practically everything is packed up and ready. I shall be starting soon. I send you all, John and Michael and Christopher and Priscilla, my love and good wishes this Christmas. Tons of good wishes. Pass on a few if you don't want them all. <laughs> Polar Bear, in case you don't know what PB <laughs> is, sends love to you. And to the Bingos, and to Orange Teddy, and to Jubilee. Oh, yes, I learned lots of news even in snowy weather. So I think those are their, like, stuffed animals mm -hmm. or something. Uh, my messengers will be about until the new year if you want to write and tell me everything was all right. I hope you enjoy the pantomime. Your loving Father Christmas. P.S. Paksu and Valkatuka are well again. Only mumps. They will be at my big party on St. Stephen's Day with other polar cubs, cave cubs, snow babies, elves, and all the rest. Wow. Uh, <coughs> sorry. My bad. That's okay, dude. Right, okay, okay. You could do a drinking game on every time he says... PB, if, if you, you know, know who, who that is. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Alright, man. Go for it. So, so Patsuk and Valtuka got sick, too. Yeah. The North Pole, or Cliff House, North Pole, Wednesday, December 23rd, 3rd, 3rd, 1936, one year before The Hobbit comes out. Wow. My dear children, I'm sorry I cannot send you a long letter to thank you for yours, but I am sending you a picture which will explain a good deal. It is a good thing your changed list arrived before these awful events, or I could not have done anything about it. I do hope you will like what I am bringing and will forgive any mistakes. I hope nothing will still be wet. I am still shaky, still shaky and upset, and I am getting one of my elves to write a bit more about things. I send very much love to you all. And then in different handwriting it says, Father Christmas... Oh, I'll do an elf voice. Father Christmas says you will want to hear some news. Polar Bear has been quite good, at, or had been, though he has been rather tired. So is Father Christmas. I think it is the Christmas business is getting rather too much for them. So a lot of us, red and green elves, have got, gone to live permanently at Hillcliff and will be <laughs> trained in the packing business. It was Polar Bear's idea. He also invented a number system so that every child that Father Christmas deals with has a number, and we elves learn them all by heart in all the addresses that save a lot of writing. So many children have the same name that every packet used to have the address as well. Polar Bear said... Do you want to do Polar Bear's voice? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Polar Bear said... I am going to have a record year and help Father Christmas to get so forward we can have some fun ourselves on Christmas Day. We all worked hard, and you'll be surprised to hear that every single parcel was packed and numbered by Saturday, December 19th. Then Polar Bear said, I'm tired. I am, oh. tired. <laughs> I am tired out. I'm going to have a hot bath and go to bed early. Sorry, Grant's dog is interested in my voice. Yeah. Well, you can guess what happened. Father Christmas was taking a 
A last look around the English delivery room. About 10 o'clock when water poured in through the ceiling and swamped everything. It was soon six inches deep on the floor. Polar Bear had simply got into the bath with both taps running and gone fast asleep with one high pod on the overflow. He had been asleep two hours when we woke him. That seems very, like... Like, a lot of things have to go into him overflowing it. Yeah. Leaves two chaplains fall asleep and leaves his hind paw on the overflow. Father Christmas was really angry, but Polar Bear only said... I Oh, <laughs> Polar Bear only said... I did have a jolly dream. I dreamt I was diving off a melting iceberg and chasing seals. He said later when he saw the damage... Well, there is one thing. Those children at North Pole Road, Oxford, he always says that, may lose some of their presents, but they will have a letter worth hearing this year. They can see a joke even if none of you can. That made Father Christmas angrier, and Polar Bear said... Well, draw a picture of it and ask them if it's funny or not. So Father Christmas has, but he has begun to think it funny, although very annoying. Himself, now we have cleared up the mess and got the English presents repacked again, just in time. We are all tired, so please excuse scrawly writing. Yours, Ilbereth, Secretary of Father Christmas. Very sorry. Been busy. Can't find that alphabet. We'll look after Christmas and post it. Yours, Polar Bear. So we got a mention of uh, Ilbereth. Ilbereth. Uh, and if you recognize that name, that is because uh, that it's very similar to Elbereth, which yeah. is another name for Varda, the Valar of the Stars, the Queen of the Stars. Uh, so, and what w- this was written in 1936. So I'm sure, I'm sure, was a part of it. Uh, she's mostly mentioned by that name in Lord of the Rings. I think I don't know if she's mentioned by that name in The Hobbit at all, but um. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize they're still part of the letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go. Yeah, I see it. And this is Father Christmas again. I have found it. I send you a copy. You need it to fill in the blank parts if you don't want to. It takes a rather long time. Long to write, but I think it's a cle- rather clever. Still busy. Father Christmas says I can't have a bath till next year. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's getting... Oh, I got more. <laughs> Love to you both because you see jokes. <laughs> Polar bear. I got into hot water, didn't I? Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, ha. Doing that um, elf voice was kind of nice because my voice was getting a little, sc- or throat was getting a little scarfy, scruffy from Scar- scarfy, scarfy. doing that voice. And then I got to do this high voice and it was really very smooth. Very smooth. Uh, do you want to end right there? <coughs> Let's do the next... Next letter. Next letter, because that leaves us at 75%. Oh, right, yeah, okay. My absolute bad. (sighs) Okay. Mubby, mubby. All right. Cliff House, North Pole, Christmas 1937. So, now The Hobbit is out. Um, Oh, okay. I'll I'll talk about it a little bit later. Hmm. Talk about it a little later. My dear Christopher and Priscilla and other old friends in Oxford, here we are again. Of course, I am always here when not traveling, but you know what I mean. Christmas again. I believe it is 17 years since I started to write to you. I wonder if you have still got all my letters. I have not been able to keep quite all yours, but I have got some from every year. We had quite a fright this year. No letters came from you. Then one day, early in December, I sent a messenger who used to go to Oxford a lot but had not been there for a long while, and he said, Their house is empty and everything is sold. I was afraid something had happened or that you had gone to school in some other town and your father and mother had moved. Of course I know now. The messenger had been to your old house next door. He complained that all the windows were shut and the chimneys blocked up. 
I was very glad indeed to get Priscilla's first letter and your two nice letters and useful lists and hints since Christopher came back. I quite understand that school makes it difficult for you to write like you used to. And of course, I have new children coming on my list every, each year so that I don't get less busy. Tell your father I am sorry about his eyes and throat. I once had my eyes very bad from snow blindness, which comes from looking at sunlit snow. But it got better. I hope Priscilla and your mother and everyone else will be well on December 25th. I am afraid I have not had any time to draw your picture this year. You see, I strained my hand moving heavy boxes in the cellars in November and cannot start my letters until later than usual, and my hand still gets tired quickly. But Ilbereth, one of the cleverest elves who I took on as a secretary not long ago, is becoming very good. He can. Oh, so it is a, it's a guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was a girl or a guy. That's okay. Because it's like Elbereth, the mm-hmm. queen, so. Uh, he can write several alphabets now. Arctic, Latin, that is ordinary European like you use, Greek, Russian, runes, and of course, Elvish. Oh. His writing is a bit thin and slanting. He has a very slender hand, and his drawing is a bit scratchy, I think. He won't use paints. He says he is a secretary, and so only uses ink and pencil. He is going to finish this letter for me, as I have to do some others. So I will now send you lots of love, and I do hope that I have chosen the best things out of your suggestion list. I was going to send Hobbits, I am sending away loads, mostly second editions, for which I sent only a few days ago, but I thought you would have lots, so I am sending another Oxford fairy story. Lots and lots of love, Father Christmas. So now I'll let you do Ilbreth. But before we move on to Ilbreth, they asked for the Hobbit book. Do you think, I wonder if they actually wanted it or if Tolkien was like, <laughs> hey, do you guys want this? Write it on your list because I can get it for free. I mean, Santa can. Santa can. Well, he also says second edition, so he must have, mm-hmm. what, did he write or did he publish The Hobbit earlier in the year and they came out with a second edition later? Let's see. I bet that's what happened. This fire in my ears is very nice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm just waiting on you, Jay. I'm trying to find the publication date. Okay, I can't. It's too hard. To, you have to look like way deep in it. Uh, okay. Dear children, this is Ilbreth. Dear children, I am Ilbreth. I guess I could have just read <laughs> yeah, the next yeah, one. Yeah. I am Ilbreth, and I have written to you before. I am finishing for Father Christmas. Shall I tell you about my pictures? Polar Bear and Valatuka and Patsu, P- Paksu are always lazy. After Christmas, or rather after St. Stephen's Day's party. Father Christmas is ringing for breakfast in vain. Another day when Polar Bear was usual at, was as usual was late. Not true. Paxu threw a bath sponge full of icy water on his face. That's like throwing a rock. Yeah. <laughs> he threw a rock at him. Polar Bear chased him all around the house and around the garden and then forgave him because he had not caught Paxu but had found a huge appetite. We had terrible weather at the end of the winter and actually had rain. We could not go out for a few days. I have drawn Polar Bear and his nephews when they did venture out. Paxu and Valtuka have never gone away. They like it so much that they have begged to stay. I was too I was much too warm in the North Pole this year. A, li- a large lake formed at the bottom of the cliff and left the North Pole standing on an island. <coughs> I have drawn a view looking south so the cliff on is on one side it was about midsummer the north pole bear his nephews and lots of polar cubs used to come and bathe also seals north polar bear took a ta- tying to paddle 
took to trying to paddle a boat or canoe, but he fell in so that the seals thought he liked it. And he used to get under the boat and tip it up. So that made him annoyed. The sport did not last long as the water froze again in early August. <coughs> we have begun That's early. Yeah. We have begun to begin to think of this Christmas. In my picture, Father Christmas is dividing up the list and giving me a special lot you are in. North Polar Bear, of course, always pretends to be managing everything. That is why he's pointing. And But I am really listening to Father Christmas, and I am salute, saluting him, not the North Polar Bear. Rude little errand boy. <laughs> <laughs> we had a glorious bonfire and fireworks to celebrate the coming of winter in the beginning of the real preparations. The snow came down very thick in November, and the elves had, and the snowboys had several toboggan, tobogganing half-holidays. The polar cubs were not always good at it. They fell off, and most of them took to rolling or sliding down just on themselves. Today, but this is the best bit. I had finished my picture, or I might have drawn it differently. And butter. Polar Bear was being allowed to decorate a big tree in the garden, all by himself and a ladder. Suddenly, there was a terrible growl, growl, squealing noises. We rushed out to find Polar Bear hanging on the tree himself. You are not decoration, said Father Christmas. Anyway, <laughs> I am a light. He said he was. We threw a bucket of water over him, which spoiled a lot of decorations but saved his fur. The silly little thing had rested the ladder against the branch instead of the trunk of the tree. Then he thought, I will just light the candles and see if they are working. Although he was not told to. So he climbed to the tip of the ladder with a taper. Just then a branch cracked and the ladder slipped out on the snow and the polar bear fell into the tree and caught some wire and his fur caught fire. Poor joke. Luckily he was rather damp or he might have fizzled. I wonder if roast polar bear is good to eat. <laughs> Not as good as well spanked and fried <laughs> elf. <laughs> oh, that's a well spanked elf. Dang. And fried. The, la <laughs> the last picture is imaginary and not very good, but I hope it will come true. It will if Polar Bear behaves. I hope he can read my writing. I try to write like dear old Father Christmas, without the trembles, but I cannot do so well. I can write Elvish better. And then there's a picture of some Elvish writing. Yeah. That is some. But Father Christmas says I write even too sp that even too spidery, and you should never read it. Or you would never read it. <laughs> Love, Ilbereth. A big hug and lots of loves. Enormous thanks for letters. I don't get many, though I work so hard. I am practicing new writing with lovely thick pen. Quicker than Arctic. I invented it. Ilbereth is cheeky. How are the bingos? A Merry Christmas. North Polar Bear. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll end this episode here. Uh, we are three quarters of the way through the letters, or at least just the book in general. I don't know if there's like a... Uh, like something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. So, so we'll end it there, and we'll we'll read you guys the last of the letters, and uh, this last episode coming up will hopefully be close to Christmas Day when it releases. So maybe uh, we could save it for Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or something like that. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy the next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, don't get us copyright strike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.